Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno Shoemaker, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA. Our perspective on the workforce development crisis in accounting this week comes from Jason Wygand, Senior Director for North American Tax for Procter & Gamble. Jason and I spoke about what it's like to develop the workforce from the corporate perspective and touch on what skills he sees are most needed from those in the profession, how curiosity is crucial in accounting, and the value in helping others along their learning journey. Here's what Jason had to say about workforce development. As I think about workforce development, I actually almost think about it as a responsibility. And I think it's a responsibility um, that has two steps. So, and I think in the first step, it's about how do we in the accounting profession go about creating a broad and diverse pool of candidates that are interested in doing what we do on a daily basis in the profession um, and have the right still skills uh, to succeed in, in the profession. So that's the first step I think about. The second step I think about once we get folks interested in, in being um, in a particular uh, workforce is then how do we continue to develop the workforce um, so they can be successful to, uh, to meet the challenges of a evolving working environment as we see in the accounting uh, profession. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's, it's a responsibility we all have to continue to develop the workforce. I think it's an iterative process that changes um, over time, and it's one that certainly a lot of stakeholders have to participate in. I mean, we and companies like, you know, P&G have to participate. Organizations like the Ohio Society CPAs has to participate. Um, and schools, colleges um, all have to participate for workforce development to truly be successful. And you mentioned a lot of great points um, just now, Jason, but one that I know that I wanted to ask you about was you mentioned skills um, and the importance of making sure people have the necessary skills for uh, the work that is going to be demanded and needed in the future. Um, from your perspective, what skills are you seeing um, that are, are needed and also what skills are um, workers coming in with? So I think um, the accounting profession today is very different than the accounting profession was, um, you know, 23 years ago when I graduated from college and started my my journey. When I think about 23 years ago, it was about, do you know the debits and credits? Can you do intermediate financial accounting, et cetera? Today, we spend a lot more time uh, wanting to understand what uh, skills people have in the area of technology. Um, of course, the, the basic knowing how to do the technical bits of accounting are important, but knowing how to do that in a way that is efficient, using modern technology, being able to analyze big data sets is becoming um, increasingly important in all um, aspects of, of what we do. And, you know, it's, it's important because we also see our business partners uh, spending more time in, in this area of technology. And so we've got to make sure that we as accounting professionals or tax professionals um, can talk the same language as what our business partners are doing or using the same technologies. And I think the other area that's, that's really important from a, a skill development standpoint is the ability to effectively communicate. Um, and that can be in both written and verbal uh, formats. Uh, you know, I, I think about 
uh, one of the college classes I had when I was at Miami University was the, the communications class where you have to be able to make speeches and you have to be able to do impromptu speeches. And as a college student, I, I didn't enjoy that. But now that I've been out in the workforce for such a long time, I can see how important that is, the ability to convey your thoughts very succinctly in a short amount of time, um, and also the ability to um, to write effectively and concisely. Uh, you know, I, I think back to some of the classes I took even in high school and how appreciative I am that I, I spent time practicing writing. I think that's enormously um, important to be successful in a very complex field like accounting. And those skills, you know, communication and um, having an, an understanding of technology and, and the advancements that come along with that, is that something that you're seeing you need to train a lot of people on? Are they coming in with these skills already? And this could be, you know, I know it kind of depends on the the career level that people are at. It, it might be different for people that, you know, are fresh out of college versus those who have been working for 10 or 20 years. Yeah, there's no doubt that we spend a lot of time on the technology front training the, the folks that have been in the workforce for a while on how to leverage new technologies and become more efficient. Uh, so this kind of goes back to that responsibility and workforce development that I talked about where it, it doesn't stop once you get into the workforce. It continues, you know, through your entire career. But what we focus on is depends upon the level of the person. So, for instance, um, some of our more senior people will do technology training, but it's just so that there is awareness about what technology can do and it can help to identify you know, potential problems that can be solved through technology. But that's different for maybe some of our younger folks where we may spend more time developing, you know, or training on the details of how to use technology because there's more of an expectation that they're going to be more into the data, more into the numbers, more into the process and, and have to develop new solutions um, using the technology. And I think communication is very similar. Um, we do a lot of internal training on communication and communication skills, and I think that's something that constantly evolves based upon the job you're in, based upon your position within the organization, um, based upon the people you're trying to communicate to. So, you know, it's that's an area that I think there's a, a baseline requirement or baseline expectation for folks coming in to an organization but it's a, a constant area of learning and growth opportunity for everybody. I mean, like I said, I've been doing this for 23 years and I still get feedback on how to more effectively communicate. And so I, I try to learn something new every day in both of these areas, um, frankly. But are there any other areas that you think uh, those in the accounting profession would need to um, really be trained on or upskill to succeed at P&G or, you know, in a corporate environment? Yeah, you know, I touched a little bit on on curiosity. And mm -hmm. I do think that's a that's a really important skill. And it's the ability to kind of look around you and what's going on in the world and um, figure out how to to assimilate everything that's going on into your day-to-day -day job and figure out how that impacts your day-to-day -day job. Um, you know, P&G, we talk about bringing the outside in. 
And I think that's what it is. It's, it's looking at what's going on in politics or in the economy or in the business landscape and trying to figure out those trends and what those trends mean for, you know, changes in accounting law or changes in tax law or potential changes in the way a business operates and what that ultimately means, you know, to us as accountants or us as tax people, because we're going to be the ones that are kind of the backbone of, of how everything fits together, um, you know, and, and ultimately how the, the results of the business are, are reported on financial statements or reported on, on tax returns. So, you know, if, if I think about me as a younger person, I'm not sure I would have appreciated so much all the interconnectedness of the world. And I, I think that's an important skill for people to pick up on early as well. And I love that you mentioned curiosity, because really, I think when we talk about workforce development and upskilling and reskilling, that that is such an essential component of it. You know, it's not just uh, check the box CPE. It's not just, you know, doing all the things that you've been doing for years and already know you can do well. But it's about being curious and pushing yourself to try new things, because really, that's where um, the future of business is going. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I, I asked um, one of our vice presidents once, you know, what he reads every day, because I was just curious about how he, you know, upskilled himself and, and kept himself up to speed. And, you know, he, he said to me, you know, of course, I read all of the tax press every day and I read um, new tax law that comes out. But I also spend time reading things like, um, you know, Politico or reading things like, you um, Real Clear Politics or Brookings Institute to try to figure out how to bring the outside world in. And I think that's something that I've really tried to um, take to heart. Um, I try to spend at least an hour every day reading something on my own. Um, and that will be stuff that's core to my job. It may not be stuff that's core to my job, but it's, it's definitely, um, I think, taught me to be curious, taught me to think about the outside world. Um, and I think it, you know, makes me a more well-rounded individual just outside of my job as well. So I, I think being curious, thinking about the outside world, I think that's, that's incredibly important. Um, as you are settling into the workforce and continuing your, your, your journey over time. And are you finding also in um, your peers and, and people that you're working with at PNG, is there an acceptance or an embrace, um, a feeling of, of them embracing the the need for upskilling and reskilling, especially, um, you know, when we talk to people, you know, sometimes it can be hard to to think about learning these new things and, and how essential it is. Um, are you finding that they're open to, you know, pushing themselves in that way? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think the company does a great job of that. Um, you know, we, as any company, we have annual work plans, um, you know, objectives that we have to meet for the year. And um, while we have our core work objectives and tasks that we need to do, we also have learning objectives that we have to meet um, for the year. And that can be either um, an objective that you want to accomplish yourself on something you want to learn or if you're the manager of others, it's an, it's making sure your organization gets the right skills. So I think the company has put a big emphasis behind that and they've spent time, um, you know, doing some of the things we talked about earlier, which is 
figuring out how to bring the outside in so we have access to learning resources, um, you know, from all sorts of avenues from outside the company. So I think that helps, you know, figure out how the outside world will impact um, P&G, not just in the accounting and the tax area, but in, in any area generally. So the company does a good job. I think at the end, it's, you know, kind of what you said, Jessica, it's back down to the employee to find the time and to make it a priority. Um, but that's, that's also something that the company, um, you know, tries to do either through the, the work plan idea or through dedicated days where we may have like a, a development day. And the expectation is on that day, you try to spend time learning, making sure you're, you're growing and checking your skills, et cetera. So it's, it's a huge priority. And I think something the company, um, especially the last few years has figured out is, is critical to our long, long-term success. And something that, that we've touched on a little bit so far in the conversation, but I'd curi- I'm curious to hear more of your perspective on, Jason, is um, the difference in, you know, workforce development between different career levels. I think people assume that, you know, if you've just graduated college and this is maybe your first or second job um, in the real world, that there'll be a lot to learn. But how does workforce development look for all different career levels? You know, the people who have been around for 10 or 15 years and the people who have been around for 20 or 25 years? I think we all have to learn something every day. Um, I think one of the things I love about my my job, one of the things I love about my company is I feel like I learn um, something new every day. And it's not just learning um, from those that are older than me or have been with the company older longer than I have. It's learning new ways to think about things from those um, that are younger than me as well. Um, I mean, there there are new and different ways um, of doing things that you know I've probably never thought about, but some of the folks that are in my team have thought about. And observing what they do or asking them why they do it um, is is um, a, a way that I've learned. I think it's a you know important way to help others learn. And I think the other thing. Um, that we have to encourage in that kind of learning path is um, being comfortable and trying something and failing. Um, you know, so often you you learn more by failing than you learn by succeeding. And so I think that's another thing that people at all levels have to be comfortable with is, is trying something saying, oh, that didn't work, but I learned from it. And now I, I move on and I try something um, differently or a new and, and different way. So you know, connecting back to this kind of shared responsibility concept of workforce development, um, you know, we all have to be open to new ideas. We all have to learn from each other. And it's it's kind of almost a a, a circle, if you will, that happens um, throughout um, a successful organization or someone's career that it's all all fits together. And something that we also um, talk a lot about when we're talking about workforce development is the talent crisis in the profession. And so I'm curious from P&G's perspective, um, the, the corporate angle, are there any concerns about a staffing shortage um, for accountants um, in your business? Is that something that you guys are worried about or talking about? Yeah, we're we're absolutely um, focused on it and and worried about it. Um, 
you know, the external requirements in the accounting field or the tax field aren't getting any easier. Uh, there's new reporting requirements that seem to come out um, on a weekly basis, whether it's reporting requirements around um, ESG, whether it's new FASB pronouncements, um, new tax laws, either in the U.S. or internationally, those aren't getting easier. They're getting more data intensive. Um, so we need accountants. We need folks that are passionate about the profession that understand how the rules work and, um, you know, embrace some of the, the new technologies that we need to, to be able to effectively, you know, meet our reporting obligations. Um, but at the same time, uh, there's more external demand, um, as, 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 as far as back as I can remember. Um, you've got accounting firms that are splitting up. You've got the IRS looking to hire a bunch of individuals. So the competition, um, for, uh, accountants is, is, um, very intense. Um, and, and, but that should be a great opportunity for folks that want to get in the profession because it means that they're going to move into a very rewarding career, um, a career where they should, um, have the opportunity to learn a lot of things, the opportunity to, um, you know, see a lot of different parts of a lot of different businesses, if that's what they desire. Um, and frankly, an opportunity to probably make a lot of money if they're, if they're, um, really invested in their career for the long term. Do you have any predictions or, you know, hopes for the accounting profession in terms of workforce development in the future? You know, I would hope that the profession realizes that they need to continue to self-invest in itself uh, to sustain um, the growth of the talent pool, to sustain the right skills. Um, you know, if I, if I think about growing up as a kid, like I, I'm sure I didn't grow up saying, Hey, I want to be an accountant. I'm sure I said I wanted to be a um, major league baseball player or I wanted to be a politician or a lawyer. But the only reason I ended up in the profession is because my dad's an accountant. Um, and he talked to me about how it could be a great profession, uh, how it's an important uh, aspect of, of business and how, frankly, if you want to go be a lawyer, um, still being a, having an accounting background is, is a great thing. So I, I think we need to continue as a profession to invest in ourselves, to, you know, explain to people the opportunities, the benefits, um, the challenges of the profession. So if we continue to do that, then I think the profession will be just fine. Um, you know, from a skill standpoint, I would continue, I would go back to what I mentioned at the start where uh, we have to grow the technology um, and the understanding of communication because it's that area is just going to continue to evolve at a faster and faster pace uh, is, is the one thing I see um, continuing to change. If I think about the changes in technology just over the last few years, they've been um, tremendous and it just accelerates more and more, um, I think, every time we turn around. Upskilling and reskilling is vital to the longevity of the profession. And as Jason mentioned, strengthening skills in technology and communication will be a critical part of workforce development for accounting. Thank you to Jason for taking the time to share the corporate perspective with us. We're releasing new episodes every Wednesday, so please subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts. 
And if you have questions or comments about the series, you can contact me at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O at ohiocpa.com. Thanks for listening.